Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Well, family, as you know, we've been continuing in our, service, our series, rather, Understanding His Value understanding his value and I want you to turn with me back to the book of Hebrews you know we're walking through the book of Hebrews and we're going to be start at chapter 10 today chapter 10 and verse number one Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 1 Hebrews 10 and 1 and we're going to take care of a little bit of reading for you so if you didn't get your devotion in last week don't worry, we're going to take care of that right now. We're going to take care of that right now. Hebrews chapter 10, beginning at verse 1. Here, the word of God says, For the law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered because that the worshipers once purged should have not should have had no more conscience of sin sins but in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, be saith, come to the world, be saith, sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do thy will, O God. Above when, thou, when he said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin thou wouldest not, neither hast pleasure therein which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all, once for all. All. Today we're speaking from the subject that did it, that did it, that did it. Family, in this particular chapter, in chapter 10, we see the apostle open our eyes to some very important truths, some very important truths. He knew that his readers have fully embraced living by the law and trying to fulfill every part of it. He understood that. Here, he shows the importance of Christ Jesus and the liberty that he gives, the liberty that he gives. Go back with me with, at verse number one. Let's look at verse number one again. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come and not the very 
image of the things can never with those sac sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered because that the worshipers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. No more conscience of sins. You see here, the law gives merely a shadow and not an image. It gives a shadow and not an image. In other words, an image, when you look at a picture, whether it's a picture from your wallet or a picture in your purse or a picture that may be sitting on a mantle or your desk, you see clearly that image. You know exactly who you're looking at. You know exactly what you're beholding. In fact, right now, some of you, as you're watching this, pre watching, watching this ministry, you're watching our service, you see my image. And those as you've seen me in person, you say, yeah, that's Pastor Brown. I know exactly who that is. I know them. But yet, if I were to, if we were to turn the lights out and you could not see me, and the only thing you would see is a shadow, a shadow. You could hear my voice, but yet you'd wonder, is that him? Is that him there? You see, a shadow is something that isn't clear isn't clear. It's simply a shadow. You don't really understand or know. You cannot see it because it's not the true image. It's not the true image. And this is what the law was. It was a shadow of the things which were to come, not the actual image. Now, let me be clear. The law was good. The law was good. But we need to understand the purpose of the law. We need to understand the purpose of the law. Can I share that with you? Can I share the purpose of the law with you? You see, the law reveals our sinfulness and weaknesses. Do you hear me? It reveals our sinfulness and our weakness or weaknesses, our sinfulness and our weakness. Listen, the law can't fix you. Let me say that again. The law can't fix you. It can only condemn you. It can only condemn you. Listen, have you ever had a police officer pull you over to congratulate you for obeying the speed limit? Pull you over and say, <laughs> pull you over and say, listen, I just want to let you know, you're doing a wonderful job matching that speed limit today. <laughs> I don't believe anyone's ever had that experience, have you? Have you? Of course not. Of course not. Their job is to reprimand you for breaking the law. For breaking the law. The law's job was to prove that you and I are sinners based on the holy standard of God. Based upon his standard that you and I, we are sinners. We are sinners. And we were in need of a savior. In need of a savior. Come on, let's, let's keep going. See, you have to understand. We, therefore, the, the offerings, the offerings, the atonement, they were never sufficient. The offerings and atonement were never sufficient. You see, after one day of atonement or after one day of atonement, when it was over, the sinner would fall again into another fault or another. One fault or another. Just fall into it again. And so there would be need for another day of atonement. Another day of atonement. And then one every year. One every year. And besides that, daily ministrations. So here it is. They kept on killing and cutting and bleeding everything all over the place. <laughs> they, they kept you, you, you. You couldn't have enough bullocks. 
You couldn't have enough rams. You couldn't have enough turtle doves. You couldn't have enough pigeons. You, there, there's weren't enough for all of the sin that was being committed. But see, God had an answer. He had an answer. But see, before that, I want you to realize this. This is a challenge of many Christians today, even still. It's a challenge of many Christians today, even still. You say, how is that, Pastor? Because countless believers react to the law by trying to work hard to obey all of the laws and do all of the right things. Do all of the right things. Listen, they're like a circus entertainer. A circus entertainer that's juggling balls while riding on a unicycle. Some of you have ever been to the circus. You've seen that. You've even seen some of them on a high wire act. One, one line going across and they're riding on it trying to juggle the balls. See, that's exactly how we are as Christians trying to do this. Trying to do this. You see, they're doing that. They're, 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 they're trying to keep all the areas. They're trying to keep managing and, 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 and tossing the balls. And just like the entertainer, as Christians, as Christians, we are running all over the place, running all over the place, trying to juggle everything and keep it in the air, keep it managed and keep it maintained. We're trying to do that. We're trying to do that, trying to keep everything in the air and keep it from crashing to the ground, trying to keep it from crashing to the ground. You see, we, they, they juggled the balls just like they're, they're, they're juggling the, or the religion balls, I should say, just like they're juggling some everything. They're, they're juggling, trying to make sure they get to church every week, trying to make sure they get to church every week. And then another ball comes in because they're trying to make sure that they pray all the time. They pray every, every day during the set times that they're praying. And then not only that, they have to make sure they give their tithes. Here comes another ball that comes in. Oh, yeah. But the, oh, oh man, now at work, they have a, you, you go to, there's a Christian there, and now you have a, a, a Bible study they're trying. Oh, now you have another one. And you got all these things up in the air that you're trying to keep going that you're trying to keep going and you're trying to figure out how in the world this is going to happen and it wears you out and when it wears you out stuff starts falling all over the place and now you're sitting there looking at yourself despondent trying to figure out how you're going to maintain your walk of faith but i want you to understand something when you do that you're reverting back to a standard that the bible says will kill you. It will kill you. What am I saying? The letter killeth. The letter killeth. The law will kill because sin will go crazy when it is faced with the divine standards of God. What's faced with the divine standards of God? I need you to type in chat for me, not going back. Not going back. Listen, I want you to understand this is why it's important that we realize the grace of God that he's given us so we can operate in that grace. Listen, this is why you have to grace enables you to hear the voice of God and to respond to it and have balance in your life. So instead of you trying to make make every Friday prayer call, maybe you can only make one, then make that one. Then make that one. Maybe you can't meet every time there's an e-group session, but you can make one. You can make one. You, you don't have to feel pressure to feel, oh, I got to get it every time. Oh, Pastor wants everyone. No, no, no. I want you to be there because it's for you. It's for you. Listen, as people, as they try to join every ministry at the church, every ministry at the church, and frustrate everybody around them. They're sitting there. They, they come in tired, blowing. And then when they come in the door, people say, oh, God, here they come again. Hey, brother, sister, how you doing? And they come, 
How much longer we got? How much long? Just walk through the door. How much longer we got? Listen, uh, -uh. listen. If you're doing that, you're not doing it for anyone else but yourself. Listen, you're not doing that for God. Listen, grace. You need the grace. Grace to say, listen, I can meet once. Can I help you one time? Can I come in one time? And when you come in, you come in and look at, oh, here comes such and such. Because now you have the right attitude. You have the energy about you. You're ready to help fold whatever needs to be folded. You're ready to help put up what needs to be put up. Because you have balance. There's grace that you're living with. There's grace that you're walking in and not trying to live according to the letter. According to the letter. No, we're not going back. Not going back. Look with me at verse number three. Look at verse number three. Here it says, but in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Let's take away sins. Listen, this isn't the cure. This isn't the cure. It's not. You constantly live in the shadow of your sins. You constantly live in the shadow of your sins. You see, every year you are always reminded about your sins. Every year you're always reminded about your sins, reminded about everything you did, reminded about everything you shouldn't have done, reminded about all this. Oh, my goodness. You're reminded about it each and every time. This is why you shouldn't hang around people that are always talking about the stuff you used to do and the mistakes you made. Do you hear me? You need to stop hanging around those people. I need somebody to type in chat right now. Get over it. Get over it. You need to get over it. Listen, watch this. You know, I always teach you. I love to teach you in balance. Acknowledge the sin. Acknowledge the sin. Repent of the sin. No longer commit the sin. And watch this and move on and move on. Listen, you, you don't need to keep going back and going back over it. Listen, if someone keeps trying to drag you back, listen, don't, don't ignore it. Don't, don't try. They try. I don't know why they keep talking about that. I don't know why. I, I, I never did that. No, no, no. Acknowledge it. Listen, you know what? You're right. I, I was immature. They said, man, you, you, we couldn't count on you for nothing. You remember that? You, we, we couldn't count on you to be there. Remember when we wanted you? Well, I needed you to encourage me that time. And you, just you, you kept asking me all these critical questions. Remember that? Remember that? Oh, remember? So, so they keep bringing it back up. Don't, don't act like it didn't happen. Look at him. Say, yes, you know what? You're right. You're right. And if I didn't apologize then, I won't apologize now. You're right. I was wrong. And I, I, I was wrong. I was immature. I was selfish. I was. I sure was. You're absolutely right. But guess what? I'm not there anymore. I've moved on. You know, that's why when, I, when you brought in the, your, your, your peach cobbler, I, I tasted it and I, I encouraged you. I encouraged you. I said you, you, it was wonderful. Oh, oh it, it, I tell you, just a little bit more cinnamon would have made it fantastic. I didn't criticize you. I simply encouraged you. You see, I've changed. You see, I, I'm here. You're still back here. 
You're still back here, but I'm up here. And here's the, here's the thing with, with us. See, in order to, to, to talk with me, you got to walk with me. And so we got to walk together. We can't dwell in the past. We got to press to the future because there's something God still has for me. There's something God still wants to use me. You see, even every mistake that I made, that I had to repent of those things, but yet I learned from them and I've grown from them. And now I'm able to move forward in spite of them. In fact, those have become my catalyst to push me forward, to do even more things and greater things. So I'm not stuck there. I'm moving forward. So I want you to get out of the quicksand. Get out of the quicksand. Stop going around and get yourself stuck. And why don't you come up so you can run with me? Because we got to run this race with patience. Amen. That's what you tell them. (laughs) That's what you tell them. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.